Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sphere of Netflix. The good, the bad, and the even worse. Today, we are going to be reviewing the Netflix original, The Platform. My name is Will Flig. My name is Barrett Fagan. And today is a very exciting review. So, let's start off with an overview, right, Barrett? Yeah, all right. So, this platform is actually a very interesting concept of a movie. It starts off with this main character, Gorgon, who wakes up in the middle of a very, very long concrete pit kind of thing. Can we talk about his name? When did we find out what his name was? Probably 45 minutes in. And it's it's only about an hour and a half long film, so really, really interesting to see that. You know, you don't know the main character immediately. So he wakes up. He sees that he has a you know another partner in his kind of cell, this concrete cell, and in the middle there's just this, I want to say seven foot by seven foot just pit, and it just he goes over, he looks down, and it's just levels upon levels. How many levels? Um, I think it was originally they thought it was two hundred fifty, but then it was revealed to be what three hundred thirty eight. Yeah, it was. Somewhere around the number of 333, and what's interesting is that each level is about 8 feet or 10 feet between the two, so I don't know how or where they would be able to put this, but, you know, it's fiction. So, this starts incredibly suspenseful. Um, Don't really know what's going to happen. You sit through it, and then you hear a buzz. So, after you hear this kind of eerie buzz the platform starts to fall down and this platform is how they get their food so i believe it's three times a day meal time yeah three times a day they never really lay out how it works the whole start of this film is kind of a mystery and you as the viewer learn as our main character also learns because he has no idea what the pit is other than the fact that he signed up for it and mm. it's kind of like a retreat thing and there's this big question the entire time that he talks about getting a degree or a diploma from the pit. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. I, it was never answered in the film, and that could be a bad translation from the dub. But I do like that you don't know anything going into the movie, and you learn as the character learns. Like, there isn't any unneeded exposition to explain mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah, so let's just talk about this dub you mentioned in this movie. What did you think of it? The dub was outright awful. Yeah. Um... it's fine that the voices of the dub actors didn't align with the mouths of the characters. I get that it's not animated, so you can't just fix it, and it's incredibly hard to align them, but the subtitles just were horrible. They weren't even close to what the dub actors were saying. Oh, yeah, the subtitles were awful. There was many times which I wanted to find out what they were saying because it was unclear. There was other stuff happening, so I turned on the subtitles. Not even close to any of the words being said. I feel like that's just poor filmmaking i understand messing up dub translation but when the subtitles are completely different english to english it just doesn't really make much sense Mm -hmm. and after you meet this dub it's also interesting because these characters are also uh not really in english like these names so uh the first roommate of gorgon our main character i don't i honestly don't know how to pronounce it um they don't really say his name in the movie much He's mentioned one time. What do they um, call him? They, ha- they have a nickname for him. Is it, is it Try? Try. I, I call him Try. It's uh, just easier. So we're just going to call Try. And so they wake up. They're on platform 47, which is pretty good. Um, 
we find out, yeah. Because well, Try's been there for yeah. a while. He's been in there for uh, he's he's supposed to be in there for a better part of a year, because he killed someone. So you're starting to learn why these characters are in these places. Because we originally only knew that the main character signed up to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. And uh, to also get a degree, what that degree is, we still don't know. But that's why they went in. They'll give him a degree if he puts in six months for this, I guess, scientific research. I'd, yeah, I'd say less scientific, but more of like an experiment, definitely. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, so this platform falls down from each level, stopping at each level for a period of time for the people to eat. And when it reaches level 47, it's actually disgusting. Food everywhere, it's, you know, not, it's just disorganized, disgusting, and it's just obviously horrible. And so we watch Try immediately go over, throw his pillow on the ground, get on his pillow uh, with his knees, and just start chowing down. Gorgon, obviously, you know, completely just discompelled to eat, starves himself for three days until eventually he gets used to it and he starts eating. And I mean, the food was awful, like disgusting, disgustingly mm-hmm. awful. And we started out the film, I believe, with the preparation scene from yes. the chefs. And the food looked amazing in that. Scrumptious. And, uh, yeah, absolutely delicious. Just mwah. five stars. Michelin got to get over there. I don't know. It looked it looked great. Mm-hmm. And by the time it gets to the floor, 47. So that's less than 100 people have touched the food. Mm-hmm. And it is disgust, like trampled, nasty, disgusting. And according to Try or Tree, however you want to nickname him, this is, like, a good floor. Like, that's mm-hmm. good top-tier pickings. Yeah, you're eating the leftovers of 90-plus people, and that's considered good. I struggle to think what floor 200 would be, but we'll figure it out later. And this is kind of where we're introduced to the whole concept that, oh, the people above won't talk to you because you're below them, so mm-hmm. therefore you're worse than them, and the people who are below you are less than you, and you can, like, abuse them, mess mm-hmm. with their food, and do whatever because they're below you. And that's kind of why I love the character Try because he's such a hypocrite. In the movie, you watch him eat, and then he spits on the food as it goes down. And, you know, Gorgon says, why would you do that? That's disgusting. And he's like, I do it because the people above did the same. No, yeah, I do like how hypocritical he is, cursing out the people above him for peeing and whatever on his food and just leaving him and nothing. And then does the same and thing. And then doing the same thing to people below. And his only justification is the people above did it. Not so. even that they did it, but they could have done it. Yeah. He has no evidence that they did it, but he's just sure that they did it. I also thought it was weird. Try his whole character, especially the weird, mm-hmm. the samurai plus knife. Yes. And and the infomercials, <laughs> so those are very weird character trait that I guess was kind of funny. I enjoyed that, actually. Yeah, so what Barrett's getting at, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, is that Try, he used to watch, he was an avid TV watcher, and he found this thing called the Samurai uh, Knife, and he bought it for a very expensive amount of money that he couldn't afford. And the minute he gets it, there's a Samurai Plus that comes out that sharpens itself and whatever. And so he was so angry that he didn't get that one that he threw his TV out the window, killing an illegal immigrant walking by. So he's in this, uh, the main character Gorgon likes to call it the pit, 
so he's in this pit because he killed someone, but Gorgon's in it because he wants to quit smoking and get a degree. So there's varying interests. And then one more thing you can learn about these characters is they get to choose one item to keep. So Gorgon, interesting, interestingly, chooses a book, which probably won't really help him with survival, whereas Tri gets a... Samurai Plus Knife, the top tier. It absolutely is the best knife on market, even if it breaks your entire bank to afford. It sharpens itself as you use it. And we find out later that most people choose weapons, firearms, stuff like that going in. I don't know if Tri chose it as a weapon or if he's just weirdly obsessed with his new knife. <laughs> but Gorgon was the only person she ever said that chose a book. Mm-hmm. And also another thing about the platform, when it comes down with the food, you cannot save any of it for later unless they raise the temperature and it basically keeps raising until they kill the inhabitants or until the food is put back. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like a part of the problem because people can't ration, which is kind of good for the people below. But we get a, we get these flashbacks throughout the entire uh, movie about Gorgon having a conversation or kind of an interview with this woman, and we don't know who she is uh, until later on. And, you know, all she does is ask about his food preferences, allergies, uh, all parts about him, etc. So we don't know who this woman is, but we know that she's got to be some type of researcher. Well, she refers to him as the Messiah. Um, she ends up becoming his roommate later on. We figure out that after each month is over, they spend a month on each level. After the month's over, they get knocked out with some weird gas, wake up on a new level, and if both them and their partner survived, they're still together, but if the partner died, they get a new partner. Mm-hmm. So she came in voluntarily because she was diagnosed with, I believe, breast cancer? Yeah, stage four. Stage four breast cancer. No chance of survival. She wanted to come in, and she had no idea what the pit was like on the inside other than what she knew from her sheet. And she kind of, like, wants to help out once she finds out how mm-hmm. it's going in there. So she tries to ration the food and whatnot, and it's just not working. The people above won't ration, and they tell her off and whatnot because they're above. Mm-hmm. And then the people below won't listen to her either until our main character threatens them with destroying all the food unless if they decide to ration. Yeah, so her name is Eva Gori, and she's a dog named Ramses II, which is an interesting name. And so she was the lady that interviewed her, interviewed him, and she calls the pit the Vertical Self-Management Center. So she says there's 200 levels, but um, she has breast cancer, so she's going to die soon. And her sole contention for staying in this correctional facility is to prove that there is a way in which everyone can eat. And we learn that the platform has enough food to serve every single person if they ration it correctly. I actually don't know about that. We'll talk about it later on. Do they have enough food if they ration it correctly? I mean, it's a pretty big platform, I give them that. But she thought that there was only 200 levels, 400 people. Mm-hmm. We know that they're at least, because they found... Um, 333 They got the final one. They, they found out later 333, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that's still, like, that's a lot more than 500. That'd be 666 people. So you're feeding an additional mm-hmm. 266 people than they thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could ration all the food down in the bottom. But it doesn't matter because the people don't ration either way. Yeah, so the interesting thing is, though, 
many people kill themselves. And so one interesting way in which they kill themselves, they just jump down the middle and then they just fall into the death. For context, people usually kill themselves because they're on too low of a level, right? Mm-hmm. And so we learn that, you know, you wake up from every month after you survive, you wake up in a new, you know, a, a new place. So try, he was on level 212 one day. And that was before he had Gorgon as his partner. And so he survived. And he just says, okay, Gorgon, I survived. We'll survive next time. So after he and Gorgon survive on level 47, they go to a new level. And they're on level 102. Things are not looking good for them. Food comes down, nothing. Just platters, whatever. And so Gorgon starts questioning how Tri survived. He's like, you didn't have any food on your hatch to survive. And it turns out one of the suicide people that jumped landed on his platform and he grabbed the body, brought it over, and had human cannibalism to survive, which is disgusting to say the least. And it really shows how desperate some people went to survive and how e- and how many people did just end their lives depending on what level they were on. And so one of the most disgusting scenes from the movie uh, encapsulates this cannibalism. Yeah. Um, the whole thing is that the people up top eat a lot of food, obviously, because mm-hmm. they can. Because they when were on probably lower levels before. Mm-hmm. That's being generous. Some of them were on higher levels before, and they just still eat like pigs, whatnot, because they're above. That's the whole philosophy of the thing. So anyone who's below, let's say level 100, probably, has no mm-hmm. food, yeah. at least from for our knowledge of what we've seen. Mm-hmm. They have no food. So it's either intentionally kill yourself or somehow hope that somebody else kills himself or kill your teammate. Mm-hmm. So we see Try on level 102. He's desperate, and he goes, we aren't going to survive. So he ties up our main character before he wakes up. And with his Samurai Plus, hmm. attempts to eat our main character. Well, first, uh, you have to mention that he tried to go as long as he could without having food. I think he went about a week and a half. And then after, quote, unquote, the main character, Gorgon, was cleansed, uh, that's when Try started to try to cut him into slices and eat him. Uh, disgusting and he kept them alive to preserve the meat which is weird yeah nasty but our main character ends up getting saved by magical crazy lady who rides the platform (laughs) we literally know just about nothing about this character for the first I'd say three quarters of the film Uh literally nothing all we know from what other characters have told us we don't even know her name no idea what her name is we know that she always rides the platform down every month in search of her child. Mm-hmm. And she just obliterates, kills anyone on every level. In an well, attempt- actually, she doesn't kill everyone on every level, but anyone that tries to mess with her, she just absolutely just destroys. But we find out on the lower levels, she usually kills all the people. That way there's a higher chance she gets with her kid next level. Yeah, so every time she wakes up, uh, with a new cellmate, she kills him so that she can be with her son the next month, hypothetically speaking. But it doesn't make sense because if she did have a son, her son probably wouldn't be strong enough to kill his partner. Yeah, and then we find out later, according to the lady that worked there, who ended up... Himaguri. Himaguri. Um, after the crazy platform, super sane lady kills our main character's roommate, 
he gets a new lady who used to work for the platform. Mm-hmm. That's Imaguri. Um, yeah, that's Imaguri. And she talks about the lady um, that our main character brought up to her, saying, oh, she's crazy. She rides down every month in search of her kids. She goes, there's no kids here. I've checked everyone in. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. We don't let in kids under 16. They're very, like, adamant about that rule. We don't let kids in. Mm-hmm. She's crazy. She wants to be an actress. Her thing of choice was a ukulele. Something like that. She wanted to be the next Asian Marilyn Monroe. That's a direct quote. And just going back right now to the scene, Gorgon's tied up by Try, his roommate. He's getting sliced open right now. And this crazy Asian woman who has no kid in the facility just goes ham on Try. Just boom, 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 cuts him up. And then she uses the Samurai Plus to free Gorgon. But try, he's still alive on the ground, and he's just wearing Gorgon just gets up with the knife, and even though his leg's impaired because they try to slice a bit off of it, just starts stabbing the knife into Gorgon, like, multiple times. It's a disgusting scene, but it's also kind of cool. Yeah, he showed really no mercy. Did she end up leaving him the knife, or did yeah. she take the knife? Yeah, so she actually left him the knife and bandaged his wound, and he passed out. And then, please skip forward if you are very, very... Um, you know, squeezy towards stuff like you, this. You should have already skipped forward. Yeah, you Why should. Why are you here? Yeah, you should not be here. So uh, the next scene that happens after she leaves is uh, the room turns red, and you see our main character, Gorgon, hallucinating Try while he's eating Try's decomposing corpse with worms and other different decomposers inside of it. Um, his rotting flesh uh, is being, you know, munched on like a couple of Cheez-Its in a bag as Try just pops out... Um, bugs and stuff and just eats it while he hallucinates him popping back his former roommate's flesh as if it's beef jerky ladies and gentlemen it's disgusting um but it's safe to say uh gorgon survives the month and he gets a he gets a survives is a big word i wouldn't call it survives yeah he he makes it through yeah and so now he's with imaguri and he's on floor 33 which is super cool because now he doesn't have to worry about food again imaguri's she's gonna try to ration the food whatever so it's that time of the month again where the crazy woman rides down. First thing she does is... <laughs> so Amy Gary has a dog. Ramsey's the second. Oh, yeah. And so the first thing um, this woman does is she just slaughters the dog because the dog would take the food. No, no, and... no. no, no. This, this isn't the first thing. She comes down the platform, the Asian lady, and she is beaten and passed out. Oh, yeah, that's true. So they remove her from the platform... And try to help her get back to her senses. And mm-hmm. then she sleeps in our main character's bed. And he sleeps on the floor. And she eyes this dog, Ramsey's the second, which is like the love of the life of Imaguri. She, that was her item that she took. And then we see our main character fall asleep. And then we wake up with him to screams, yelling, I hate you. And he comes and breaks <laughs> up the fight between these two. And we look down. The dog is gone, like just gone with intestines and whatnot. I would probably bet that she ate the dog. Yeah, she just obliterates the dog and she like de-skins him and like you just see the guts and like half the body. Um it's pretty disgusting and it yeah, then the crazy woman just keeps riding down and you can see like people screaming and dying and she just kills them. So this pit vertical self-management center whatever is really really good at stirring violence and it's just so disgusting how much cannibalism happens. So he survives a month with Imaguri. He wakes up from the deep sleep, 
and it's level 202. Mm. Not good. Looks over at Imaguri, about to say, hey, we can get through this. Yeah. She has hung herself with her bed sheets from, I believe, the mirror, maybe the faucet mm-hmm. of the sink, knowing that if she had jumped, it would have been game probably, over, probably less painful, but our main character would have died too. So she leaves him his body as her like final passing because she's going to die anyway, and they couldn't have survived the level. And he is forced again to eat his roommate, in which we get a really trippy LSD-type hallucination scene. Yeah. He's hallucinating Try. He's hallucinating Imaguri. It's kind of like Try is the devil. Imaguri is the angel saying, eat me, don't eat me. Uh, this isn't immoral. You're just surviving. Oh, you're eating a body. This isn't immoral. This whole scene. So he starts slicing off chunks of her. He eats her. He survives the next month, thankfully. And now he's on the best level ever, level six. And he's partnered with this really, really interesting, eccentric character named Baharat. Interesting is an understatement. This guy, maybe in the first five minutes, turns upwards to the people above them, which happens to be a couple, and mm-hmm. claims that the word of God, the word of God has spoken to him and told him to ascend up to level zero and escape. For whatever reason, we don't know. Anyway, the couple above claims that they believe in the same God and agrees to help him up. So he brought a rope in. Yeah, that was his one item. I was, I'm was i confused on how he knew to bring a rope, mm-hmm. but they don't explain it. So he tosses his rope up. They grab it. He starts climbing, gets up to the next level, puts his hand up. <laughs> <laughs> the people on the floor above him. Boom. A moon is shining upon him, and uh, let's just say the browns got dropped off on his face, and he falls, but he doesn't die he falls back onto the platform well he falls and he's slipping off the edge before our main character grabs him and pulls him back yeah but he drops his rope yeah so he, he, he can't rope. get up so he goes crazy um he's really upset i'm sorry i can't get over the fact that they pooped on him um of all the disgusting things that's really not that bad considering really considering anyways so we don't want to play the considering game but I'd say I'd say it's up there. We don't want to play hypotheticals here. Yeah. So after that, they're uh, they come up with a plan to hand out rations to like send a message to the people that make the food. And this is uh, Gorgon and Baharat. And so they go down each level and hand out rations. But the first fifty levels, they actually don't hand out any rations because they eat every day. So Baharat, he's really good at being aggressive and like getting people to stay back. So all goes all goes well until. Um, there's this like fight scene and there's a guy with a katana and he slices Baharat in the like chest and Gorgon's getting choked out and then Baharat saves him and they keep riding the platform down. And so they meet this really old guy. He's like, no, the message should be you send back up a dish that's so delicate and perfect that there's no way it could have survived all 333 levels without being eaten. And that's the Pentacata. So they're keeping this Pentacata dish. I had to look up what a pensacata was. I didn't know what it was. Could you explain what it is? Uh, it's a French quiz. It's like a French dessert. That's all I can really talk about. Uh, it's, it's made of like fondant. The panna cotta is 
Oh, it's Italian. Excuse me. It's a sweetened cream, thickened with gelatin and mold. So it's kind of like Jello, but like tastes better, and it's Italian, so of course it's good. So weird Jello. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what it is. I like Italian food. I enjoy mm-hmm. Italian food. But in every movie that I've seen, Italian food is painted as the pinnacle of all food of all time. Well, Italian food is good. I, I, I will agree with you. Italian food is good. But Anyways, let's just continue on with the story. They get to level 250 where they thought it was going to end, but the platform keeps going and going. And so it turns out when no one is alive on the level, the platform just keeps going. And so as they go down the platform, they look at different suicide attempts. So they get to level 333. There's a child. There is a literal child hiding under a bed. This is one of the biggest unanswered questions. The When you get to a new level, you have a roommate either mm-hmm. way. I think that's one of the like laws of the place. You have a roommate. First off, what happened to their roommate? Because we know that with the tenancy of the people in the pit, the roommate was not going to kill themselves. They mm-hmm. had access to some free, fresh meat. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's a child. So. And if, if they didn't have a roommate to eat, how has the child survived? Because we're at like probably a week-ish. Yeah. How has the child survived? Well, I, don't, I couldn't tell you. But anyways, child is starving, and they give the panna cotta to the child. And so they come to the revolution. The revelation. Revelation. That the child is the message. She is the message. And so it's this little girl. Baharat dies from the katana cut. And G descends to the final level with the girl to send her back all the way up. And so there's this really weird scene where Gorgon hallucinates Try telling him, it's time for you to get off the platform and walk with me into the darkness because you are not the message. She is. So he gets off. And it's really great cinematography. I love the lighting. And then... I, just, I actually enjoyed the cinematography throughout the entire film. He I just walks away. And then she goes up all the levels, and it ends. Worst ever ending ever. She just goes up the levels. It was I'm also... Actually, I like that it kind of ended on a cliffhanger, because I feel like if they answered it, it would have not added to the film at all. But it was the worst unnecessary hero sacrifice. Had he died... Yeah, he did not need to, to die. send her up or something... I would have been fine for it. Had he died trying to, like, force her onto the platform, or maybe she tried to get off and she didn't want to go. Something, literally anything, except for this weird heroic sacrifice that wasn't heroic. It was just, it was suicide for no Mm -hmm. reason. Why couldn't he have gone up and also been with her as the message? Anyways, that's the end of the entire movie. We're going to get on to a little bit of rating. Uh, I'll do the rating first. So... Characters, I actually quite liked the characters. I thought they were really good actors, and um, I thought they did what they needed to be done. The only problem is the dub made it a little bit hard to understand them. So, for characters, I gave it 12 out of 20. Uh, Not many, but still pretty good. So, for acting, I thought acting was very, very good. I thought that the language barrier made it a little bit harder because I couldn't really read their mouths. And also, I couldn't really understand fully what they were trying to do. So I gave that 16 out of 10, or 16 out of 20, excuse me. Plot was a great idea. It had a great plot, great ideas, but it got pretty boring towards the end, and I did not like the ending at all, so I gave it also a 12 out of 10. And then cinematography, I thought was great. I gave it 16 out of 20. The theme was very interesting and very uh, encapsulating. I thought it did a great job hooking in the audience and just 
making you want to watch it. So I gave it an 18 out of 20. So all in all, my final score for the platform was 74. What about you, Barrett? Uh, I'm going to go in a different order than you just because of how I ranked it. I'm going to start with acting. I enjoyed the acting. As Flig mentioned, the, uh, the dub was bad. I didn't like the dub. The dub was not good. But I guess that isn't really their fault. It was a Spanish film converted to an English-speaking film. Which is interesting. I've never seen a dubbed Netflix original. I feel like most of them are pretty much put towards an English audience and then dubbed into different languages. So I thought that was kind of cool. But besides that, I did enjoy the acting. I thought all the actors were good. I thought they played their role well. I thought the trial was really creepy. And our main character really actually seemed like he was having internal conflicts with the entire film. So I thought it was good acting. I gave acting a 15 out of 20 there. Characters... Again, really like the characters. 16 out of 20. It was just a good overall film. Character-wise, there was a lot of character development, internal conflict between our main character, basically for the entire film. A lot of moral do's and moral don'ts, and I want to make this place better, but I can't. And then trying to anyway, even though he thinks it's futile. I thought the character was great. 16 out of 20. Cinematography and theme, I both gave 18s. Out of 20, I liked both of them a lot, really. The theme was good. I enjoyed the whole kind of breaking apart from what everyone else is doing and doing what you think is right, even if others won't listen. I thought it was a really good message. I enjoyed the theme, and I enjoyed how it played out. Not really towards the end as much, but throughout the whole thing, I like how it was laid out. Cinematography was great. They did a good job filming and presenting each thing. They certainly made it gruesome without being unwatchable. I really thought that was a good key point for the cinematography because there is a really fine line between pointing out how awful it is without being disgusting so in total i wrapped this film up i really liked it i thought it was good especially for a netflix original which are notoriously known for being pretty awful and terrible and having no message and basically just being generic hallmark skits over and over again so i finished this one out with a 79 out of 100 i'd give it a like a b class kind of movie it was good i wouldn't watch it again i wouldn't recommend it but if someone asked i would say go ahead watch it Mm -hmm. anyways thank you so much for tuning into the sphere of netflix the good the bad and the even worse i'm wolf leg my name is barrett pagan and we'll see y'all next time